for me, it was him going up to Marshall like, is Mr. C your girl? Is Mr. C your girl? <laughs> it's like, what is this? Hello there, everyone. Welcome back to We Have the Receipts. I'm Chris Burns. And I'm Lawrence B. Hamilton. And today we're jumping back into Love is Blind season four. We have already covered episodes one through five in our last episode. And we interviewed the one and only Irina. And now it's time for us to cover the next drop, episode six through eight. So if you haven't watched the newest batch or if you haven't listened to our last episode, you've got some catching up to do. Seriously, you have a lot. But before we get into it, where are the cameras? Chris, what like happened to you this week that you just felt like you were on reality TV? It wasn't so well, I felt like I was on a prank show because oh, Okay. So I live in like a very big building. There's like thousands of apartments probably. Mm-hmm. And they're always doing annoying stuff. There's always construction in my building. It's just like nothing that is detrimental but just annoying and they also always send emails that are like how would you rate this how would you rate this and so they (laughs) sent one yesterday that was like how likely are you to recommend living in this building to one of your friends zero to ten like number one stop sending me emails and (laughs) number two how that's like a yes or no question how do you rate that on zero to ten so i just hit zero (laughs) (laughs) and then it like comes up like what's the reason for your answer with like a thing and i was like damn it stop sending me emails like i'm like i'm not doing all of this i was just like hitting zero because it was there (laughs) Zero, zero zero and then i get an email like an hour later from the general manager of the building being like we couldn't help but notice that you hit a zero like oh my god we really like we want to know why blah 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 and so now i think my building's out to get me i went to the package room yesterday (laughs) and they couldn't find my package for like five full minutes and then it was in a different spot and i was like oh my god Mm. it was in the lab they're planting drugs (laughs) see that's a fast response do they respond that fast when you have a damn work order and it said sent from my iphone what Watch your packages. Watch my... And also, I'm like, I thought it was an anonymous... Uh, right. They're <laughs> like, hey. Yeah, Chris. literally to my personal email. I was just like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of freaky. So, what's new with you? Where do we ever start with this? So, I had a doctor's appointment. It was a ladies' doctor's appointment, you know? So, mm-hmm, checking mm-hmm. out my, my doodads and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And as I was in the, like most vulnerable position that a woman can be in in a doctor's appointment. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, I do. Okay. One of the nurses were like, oh my God. Do, no. Are you... Are you Lauren from... And uh, I, I was just laying there like, oh no. This lady's like <laughs> looking at my snatch and about to ask me love is blind questions. Like, Oh my God. It was, yeah, it was not good. What it did was you not say? Good. I was like, um, yeah. I mean, I couldn't say no. She's like, oh my God, I thought that was you. (laughs) I thought that was you. Wow. Your vag is a lot different than I expected. No, she didn't say that. But I bet like if that's what you're doing all day, every day, you like stop thinking like there's gotta she must have not been like oh this woman is in a very vulnerable position. Yeah, I was like, isn't this like a HIPAA violation or something? Like (laughs) 
Yeah. I don't like this. It's not very professional. <laughs> yeah, that was my where the camera moment. So um, yeah, that's very awkward. I <laughs> don't want to see anyone I know at a doctor's office, even if I'm in the waiting room. You know, that happened to me once when I got a wax too, like when the show, <laughs> and I'm just sharing so much vulnerable information today. <laughs> I did not go back. <laughs> I did not go back. Which is so. a shame because you could be getting a deal. They could be giving you, know, you free right, waxes. Right. But it's just like, no, it's comfortable. Yeah. Well, how do we transition from that? Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking uh, of vulnerable, yes, should we get into episodes six through eight mm-hmm. of Love is Blind season four? Like we said, guys, these are spoilers. If you're not caught up, go catch up. I don't know why you're not, because I feel like this is where things really get going. Oh, like absolutely. my favorite episodes are. Round five is usually I'm like, all right, now we're getting into mm-hmm. the meat of this of this mess sandwich, you know? Absolutely. Should we start with our favorite couple and work downwards? Yeah, that's because <laughs> it's definitely some spiraling that's, <laughs> as we move downward. So Brett and Tiffany, they meet the friends. It goes great. I thought that it was so just like, I just love them. Oh my gosh, I just love them so much. I mean, they're just so like... Sweet. If it doesn't work for them, then it'll never work for me. Where's the hope if it doesn't work? Yeah, I need hope. Yeah, I love the scene where Brett had his friends around and then he just pretty much confessed all the things that he loved about Tiffany. I'm just like, this is, yes, this is great. And then just him being vulnerable and like a tear came to his eye. I was like, this is what I'm talking about. Yes. So what made you attracted to Tiffany? How did you know that she was the one? Mm. Um, one, like her authenticity. I could see how like much of a caring and nurturing and loving person that she was. And then just even through hearing her voice, I felt like real support and, and love and like caring for me. And I'm like, this girl has never seen me. But every time I would go into the pods, I, I felt like this person wants me to be my best version of myself. I know when he when she's like, "Are you not nervous?" and he's mm-hmm. like, "No, I'm not nervous." Yes. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, like, oh, it's so good, so cute." Yeah, they're very solid. Mm-hmm. Like, I really don't see any cracks. I'd be shocked if uh, anything negative happens, I, yeah. or I'd be very disappointed if anything mm-hmm. bad happens. Now I tell you who I won't be shocked at. Who? Okay, can we talk about Chelsea and Kwame? Girl. You know what? I don't think they're going to make it. And this is why, though. Because I feel like it's a big deal when one of the parents isn't feeling the whole situation. And in this batch Mm -hmm. of episodes, we see that Kwame's mom is like, she doesn't even want her voice used on the show. I realized, like, when he was on the phone with her, like, there was no voice. Like, she did not sign that release. (laughs) Yeah. So, and I noticed after that, it's like Kwame got real cold towards her like his body language was kind of stiff like in the rest of the episodes but yeah I don't know and like you said last time I just feel like every time that Chelsea is around him I just feel an inner scream coming from him like his face is always like help like I like I want to be like blink twice if I know help me you need help and he's always like 
with the dog even he's like i take the dog out three times every day it's just uh, me and the dog while you're at work i'm like well damn he sounds like a bitter housewife but also i'm like because he lives in um portland and mm-hmm. they're obviously in seattle mm-hmm. so he doesn't want to be moving to seattle and she also is very much like I'm the boss of this relationship, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Definitely. She's she's the one that's the aggressor in this relationship. It feels like she's trying to shape him into mm-hmm. Chelsea's husband that yes. she already has the mold made for. Right. And then we see at her birthday party that she has, which was random with kind of a lot of random guests, but Michael was there. And then once again... Kwame and Micah are in a corner kikiing and he's just looking he's in so love lovingly with her. at her. Yes. Like, like he's in love so with in that love. woman. His eyes. Everything about him. I'm like his body language. It's just Everything. so obvious. Yeah. And then, but then cut to the next scene with Chelsea and he's like, um, don't touch me almost. You know, it's like weird. I feel like he is gonna, remember when Zeneb last season <laughs> like went off for like the at the altar Mm -hmm. with like her Mm -hmm. list of grievances that she kept to herself a lot of the time. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be Kwame. He's going to like pull out a uh, Mm -hmm. piece of paper that (laughs) rolls to the ground. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, let me count the ways and reasons why (laughs) I'm saying no. The resent is boiling. I feel like at the surface, it just feels like he doesn't want to be there. And then I feel like he's nitpicking at stuff. Like, they had that little argument in the store. Like, no, we have to talk about how I asked how you felt this morning. Are you all right? And you said, do I look all right? That really bothered me. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) this fool is looking for stuff to argue about. Like, he's looking for his exit plan. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. For sure. I'm predicting a non-marriage for that, for them. Yeah. And I think Chelsea's going to be blindsided. Yeah. Because she's just, like, so oblivious to everything like it almost feels like a lifetime movie you know (laughs) i wish i was that oblivious yeah it's just like she's so like everything's great kwame aren't you happy and kwame like you said is just like yeah i'm happy you know like it's literally like (laughs) like if this was a movie it's a horror movie yeah exactly (laughs) like at the end it's not everybody's on on bated breath until the end when it's (laughs) like Something happened. Exactly. That's the vibes I got from them. (laughs) Okay, speaking of horror movies, Mm -hmm. let's talk Jackie and Marshall. Mm. Oh, Lord. I mean, (laughs) there's... You know... The biggest... I mean, this is one of the biggest shifts in personality, I feel like, from the pods. It went from him making pancakes to her telling him to man up. (laughs) Or boss up. She said boss up. And the fact she's like, we don't even have sex, Marshall. You haven't even touched me. You didn't want to sit here and, and talk. You're like, I'm leaving. What else am I supposed to do? Sit in my feelings and sleep next to someone who said that I was not man enough for them? I never said you weren't man enough for me. I just said to be more aggressive. We don't have sex, bro. We don't have sex. I don't make you feel like nothing. So why the fuck are you still with me if I didn't make you feel like nothing? Because I see you as a project and I saw potential. I'm a, I'm a project? I saw you as a project. What do you, what do you I think see you're the, a fucking puppeteer? And I'm a puppet? No. I'm gonna get my wrist my shit, bro. Like, I'm a fucking project. I'm a fucking project. He's like, what? What? You don't touch me. And it was just such a awkward... It really reminded me of the Damien and Gia Nina 
yeah. argument in season one where she was like, you're terrible in bed. And then they proceeded <laughs> to make out. But that didn't happen in this case. No, no. I mean, yeah. this is like one of the most toxic love is blind couples we've seen yeah. in a while. I mean, besides like Shane and Natalie. Right. He seems like a nice guy. Listen, it's not going to work out. And she no. is just like not in this anymore. She doesn't no. want to be filming. It feels like she's late to mm-hmm. everything. Like she comes so late to that party at the right. end. The part, the cringe party, as I'll call it, because, mm-hmm. oh, my God, I wanted to. Number one, it's in like a garage. It felt like <laughs> it did look garagey. Like, I yeah. think it was some kind of specialty bar. But I was like, why is this in my parents' basement? <laughs> definitely gave garage vibes so I, I don't know i just felt like that was uh leading up to we get like leading up to the party things are pretty toxic and then at the party when our friend josh comes oh my god josh one too many drinks showed up one too many yeah about 17 too many about 17 too many and god knows what else because <laughs> No, for me, it was him going up to Marshall like, is Mr. C your girl? Is Mr. C your girl? <laughs> it's like, what is this? But the thing is that, see, now I saw what Jackie was talking about because Marshall just stood there and let him proceed to like hump him on the side. You know what I'm saying? Like push him yeah, back, Marshall. Yeah, it was really Marshall. bizarre. It push was really back. fucking bizarre. I understand Jackie made her decision. Yeah. We both have loved the same person. We've been through some shit. Yeah. God damn, you've been talking to the same woman, god damn it. <laughs> totally do not respect Josh. I do not respect him as a person. I tried everything to get this man kicked off the island, and somehow he found his way back. Like, how dare he? At the end of the day, that's what it is. It's Mr. Steel, your girl. <laughs> Don't let this change us. Oh, absolutely not. Why would it? So we good then. Yeah, straight you know, up. Thing. Straight up. Oh my God. <laughs> the fuck? The fuck was that? It's Mr. C, your girl. But then Josh <laughs> said, no hard feelings, but then proceeds to go and hit on Jackie. So He also says to him, he's like, don't let this, don't let this change us to Marshall. <laughs> Don't let this change us, bro. He's like, we're not friends. What are you talking about, you fucking psycho? I didn't know we had a relationship. Like, he was like, we've only ever disagreed (laughs) on things. Like, even when they were in the house, they were fighting. And Josh, though, I'm like, that is what she's kind of looking for. Sadly. Another awkward part was when Josh walked up to the group of ladies and... You know, Jackie was there and he was just like, what's that? Like, it was just, oh my God, I've I've seen that drunk guy at parties and it was just like an instant like flashback. Like, no, get away from him. No. And like, she's like kind of into it though. I know. She was that like was laughing and thing. giggling. And- All the other girls are like, he's despicable. Why is he yeah, here? Yeah, he's disgusting. And she's like, <laughs> like she's the girl that is like, why are you dating this guy that all of your friends dislike? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. He said, when he went up to her, he said something to Marshall that was like, he called him like 1-800-CRY-BABY or something like oh, that. he did? Yes, right. And then she he laughed. Did. I know. I was like, oh, man. And wait, when Marshall showed up to the party, he looked like such a sad puppy. If that was my birthday, I'd be like, look, you gotta go. You can't be in here. <laughs> you can't be in here ruining the vibes, Marshall. I get that you're sad and everything, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was also funny too when um 
Chelsea, since it's supposed to be her birthday, she looked back and she saw Josh like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> like, how did he get to this party? Like, oh, I, know. I was like, oh, production is so dirty for that, though, because they definitely invited him to start some mess. Oh, 100 percent. I mean, they invited everybody that could potentially wedge into yeah, something. Absolutely. <laughs> also, when they when she was meeting his family mm. and they were like fighting before because she, you know, was Didn't like worried about it. The food spread on the table. I was like, this relationship needs to end. (laughs) It was like a pizza, uh, a veggie tray still in the veggie thing from the grocery store. And then like a bowl of Tostito chips. Oh my, red flag, red flag. I'm like, get out now. Like nobody (laughs) wants to be here. Do you think that Marshall like deserved that treatment or did you feel bad for him? Or do you feel like he just kind of kept pushing it when it just should have like been over i i don't know it's hard for me i'm like <laughs> i'm very empathetic about most things but for some mm-hmm. reason when it comes to relationships i'm like i, I it's hard to feel empathetic because for both of them though i'm like i mm-hmm. don't feel like you you know it's not gonna work why are you pretending yeah and then he called her a project that i was like Ugh. i was kind of surprised like oh Marshall's getting, he's getting angry now. As soon as he said that, I was like, well, now she'll always be able to say this. So (laughs) I was like, that's it. (laughs) I feel like it's going to be him at the altar and then that's it. Like, we're just not going to see her. Oh, yeah. If they even, I feel like we'll see if they even get to the altar. But he does seem like he'd be like, I'm going to go just in case. Like, you know, like a guy that's like, if you do love me, meet me at midnight (laughs) at this altar. And the girl's like, I'm not coming and he's like i'll be there (laughs) like i said i'm tired marshall i don't want to talk about this but no tell me why exactly you don't want to talk because i'm tired (laughs) oh goodness so um okay let's get into micah and paul Mm. i guess the big moments here were micah meeting Paul's mom who looks and talks and sounds exactly like her. You thought that too? I was like, I thought that that was her mom. I know. I like, oh, wait, that's his mom? That's kind of... I was like, it's <laughs> Ashley and Winona Judd like meeting back. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy how much um, they look... They were similar. Yeah. Do you date people who you're like, you know what, you remind me kind of... Well, I like would like to say no, but I guess like my values are mm-hmm. kind of align with my parents in Mm -hmm. a lot of ways nobody wants to admit that obviously i know it's just like uh, yeah but people have daddy issues for a reason i guess right it comes from somewhere right exactly um what do you think yeah it's so funny because and this is it's such a weird topic right but i know that there are things that cam says that me and his mother have in common just kind of like our strong um mother hen type of personality yeah. uh we both like to create things and stuff like that and then with him and my dad i feel like they're both kind of smart intelligent men like you know yeah. they like to have philosophical conversations so in that way yes i guess it makes sense mm-hmm. um what does not make sense was the meeting with mike's friends and paul oh man that was it just me or was that scene edited weird i was like what are they even mad about i feel like that that friend went in there with like an agenda. Like yeah. I feel like she went in with, I don't care who he is. 
mm-hmm. this is what's gonna happen tonight. I'm gonna tell her this isn't it. It felt a little like jealous, like envious, kind of, right? Like, you don't need this. You're better than this. It no. also felt like the hair was done. The nails were fresh and fierce. Uh-huh. I'll give. Like, mm-hmm. it was a new dress. It was uh, makeup professionally done. Like, I feel like she came in being like, I'm going to get camera time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm here for my 15 minutes. Yeah. Makeup, makeup. Yes? You're in love with him? Yeah. 100%. You're not with it at all? Not at all. You're a hater. I'm not a hater. I'm the most protective person in my gut because that's my best friend in the entire world. And I will never not be skeptical because of how I feel about her. And I've been there for so much. And I just think that I need more. I need like, more. You're not into it? No. Are you being serious? I just feel like that this wasn't meant for but even when Paul was like, I don't really care. I was like, no, you have to just eat it. You have to eat shit in this moment. <laughs> and I don't even see like that part was so awkward because I was really trying to figure out what was the argument about. It was just like it was like nonsense. Yeah. Like, I feel like I don't care what my friends say. If it offends you in the first meeting, mm-hmm. like you have to just kind of kiss their ass. You don't want to go in meeting the friends hot like. I don't care what you think. Forget yeah. about you. Like, that's not going to sit well. That's going to be a trickle-down effect, and it's just not good. Yeah, this girl seems like someone whose trust is earned. Yeah. You know, you have to kind of just eat shit for a while. Yeah, you have to play the game, Paul. Exactly. Play the that's game. That's why I'm like, you came, like, guns blazing. That's yeah. not the game here. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But I feel like they they kind of, that relationship seems to be kind of, settling in more than I thought. You think so? I feel like there is no chemistry at all. Well, here's the thing. What would chemistry with Paul look like? Like, he doesn't seem like (laughs) to be very electric. Right. Or (laughs) affectionate. I mean, do we even see them kiss? Like, I think he's cute. He's nice. Like, if my friend was dating him, I'd be like, yeah, he's a nice guy. But yeah, there's no like animal magnetism it's not any like woo pizzazz there it's just yeah, very yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said he likes granola girls and he said that he likes girls with paint on their overalls he gives me a very that vibe you know it, like he's one of the people that i'm like how did you end up on the show yeah and there's nothing wrong with having a calm personality don't get me wrong no not at all but i'm like how did you like go from being so interested in like, like he doesn't seem like the type of person who would even know that this type of show existed. Yeah. Where did they fish him from? Like meanwhile, <laughs> Micah I'm like has probably been applying since season one. Oh yeah. When I saw when I saw her friends, I was like, this definitely looks like Micah's friend group. The whole group applies every year. Yeah. <laughs> and then that just leaves us with Zach and Bliss. Mm-hmm. So Hmm. What do you what's your take of the situation? Oh gosh. I I mean, well, she accepted his proposal. He proposed, right? And <laughs> for me, it just couldn't have been me. Okay. It just couldn't have been me. She really likes him. Yeah, she really does like him. I I, I don't fault her for being like, we'll date. Cause like 
yeah. in the circumstances. He didn't really know Irina. He didn't even like kiss Irina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. But the proposal. Right. Like y'all need to spend some more time getting to know each other. The proposal does make me question the reasons because I'm like, if you're just trying to like stay on TV, mm-hmm. I don't know. I- I'm like, I- why do you have to get married? Do you live in the same city? Yeah. I thought the same thing, Chris. Seems unnecessary. Um, the dance, when he's like cooking in the kitchen. I mean, the the thing is, I'm like, I can't put a pin on why it feels off. Uh, I, they're very awkward together, which is why I feel like they do kind of fit. Yeah. But it was very, the dance in the kitchen was like, <laughs> the dance in the kitchen was very crickets, okay? And yeah. I know it was supposed to be cute, but it was more like, mm, okay. Can I say, this is a controversial opinion, but when people dress up for a date inside of their apartment, mm. there's something weird about it to me. <laughs> like, it's it feels yeah, weird and kind of, like, impersonal. I'm like, mm. just wear jeans. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a home chill type of situation. Like, you will never catch me in dress pants in my own house. Oh, no. You'll never catch me in jeans in my own house. I was about to say, listen, sweats. All the time. Like, the second I walk in the door, that's the first thing that I do. Mm -hmm. And it just felt like two people who had watched a lot of rom-coms. It did. I'll be honest, this whole season of Love is Blind felt like everyone studied rom-coms. (laughs) <laughs> and like really try to like run towards that because all of the speeches, all of the singing, all of the it's like very like, who you did you? I love you. It's a lot of the similar <laughs> vibe from the Met. I feel yeah, like they're all very in touch with their emotion, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. maybe that's what they were going for. I guess this year to like make it kind of flip it better than last in that way yeah because i'm like the number of men writing songs or poetry yeah <laughs> i'm telling you what do you think about the couples that are living in separate cities mm. do you think they stand a chance would you like especially with um micah living part-time in phoenix and part-time yeah. in seattle um i think it's really hard because then it turns into like a long distance relationship and i feel like to be honest it's more less likely to grow and kind of flourish. You know, I feel like it's one thing to be in the same city where you can, you know, because on Love is Blind, you're still dating each other even after you get married, right? So I think that it's kind of important to get to know each other, not just over the phone. Like you kind of have to be there and feel each other's energy and intimacy and whatever that means to them, you know? So I don't know. It kind of makes it harder, I feel like. What do you think? Yeah, I would say like, 95% 95% of the time, I just can't see a long distance, like, mm-hmm. where it starts like this. It's not right. like, yeah, you've been together for key. five years, and then it's, we're going to be long distance for six months, and then mm-hmm. get be back together. When it's like, you don't have an end date in right. sight, and especially if it's like different time zones, things like that. I mean, it can work. My best friend is married to her husband. They date at long distance from Scotland That's to New right. York for like years. But mm. that is so, I think, crazy. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. like, it just. That's like a unicorn story. They were just both 100% in. So I think if there's any doubt on either end, it's not gonna work. Yeah. Plus, the temptation is there. Like, you get lonely. Maybe somebody's hitting on you. A girl comes in with a new bowl of granola. 
Yeah. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So No, I totally agree. All right, guys. Well, this episode, we are not doing an interview because we were too nervous of giving you spoilers. Mm -hmm. And plus, we obviously want to like know if the couples are still together when we're interviewing them, especially at this point. So it's just us this week, but we got to talk messier than we normally would if the person (laughs) had been here. So that's good. But we do want to know, what do you all think? Who are your favorite couples? Who do you want to hear from? What red flags are we missing? Which I think I'm pretty good at seeing them, but if if Mm -hmm. I'm missing any. Or if green flags, because I do miss those. So DM me (laughs) at Fat Carrie Bradshaw. Or me at Need for L Speed. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to We Have the Receipts wherever you're listening from right now. Today's episode of We Have the Receipts is a production of Netflix and Spoke Media, where your hosts, Chris Burns and Lawrence B. Hamilton. Our producer is Kelly Kolf, and our executive producers are Carson McCain, Aliyah Tavakolian, Keith Reynolds, and Brigham Mosley. Our engineer is Evan Arnett. And a huge thank you to you, our listeners. See you next week. <laughs>